L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. All right, now that we have an even number of weeks of the season, not 17, we have 18. Mike, I can safely say that after this week, we are halfway through the NFL season. There was always that question when we had 17 weeks on what was the actual midpoint. But after this week, I know that we would have nine in the bag and nine more to go. That's where we stand in early November in fantasy football. I like that. You know, one of the parts of fantasy football that we either love or hate is the math. Uh, So here there's no fuzzy math. Still a lot of bye weeks to be had. So nervous uh, holes being blown into rosters. But for week nine, not too shabby. Seattle, a couple of wideouts. Detroit, 
DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Yes. <laughs> and Thanks. Hawkinson. Okay, I'll, I'll, get, I'll yeah. give Hawkinson some okay, love. Right. Uh, Tampa Bay, obviously, several guys. And then uh, Washington, scary Terry McLaurin, and a lot of hand-wringing. So uh, not a lot of holes in your lineup, but so many other news stories, Dan, this week uh, that your head's spinning. If you stepped off the world for a couple of hours, friends of mine that had other meetings, right? They don't work in sports, but all of a sudden, like, did you see this? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of what I've been prepping all day. So here, here we go. The uh, the the biggest news, obviously, as of late since the last time we spoke with uh, with all of you, was the news of Aaron Rodgers testing positive for COVID nineteen, unvaccinated. And as we look at this, really from a fantasy perspective, Mike, this not only puts Week Nine into question. But also maybe week 10, if Rodgers is fully healthy, which we don't know, and is if he's asymptomatic, that would be the, the soonest that he could return. That would be a day before they face the Seahawks in week 10. And from a from a fantasy perspective, we thought that the big news was Derrick Henry this week that was going to be out because of his fractured foot. We dealt with that on the last podcast. But now there are so many trickle-down effects when it comes to Rodgers, not only with a guy like Devontae Adams, who was activated Thursday from the reserve COVID list, but also just with their running game because it was something that powered through in Arizona where they were able to use Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon so much but you always had the threat of Rodgers there. Now with Jordan Love as the quarterback, I'm not sure how that success trickles down, if at all, to the other guys that it actually did in the Arizona game. It is interesting, right? I mean, because in that game against Arizona, Rodgers wasn't particularly good. So anybody that tried to extol the virtues of look what he did with no receivers, like his run game did the job. The, the Arizona was afraid of, of him, I guess, to some degree, and they just allowed even once it was obvious that the Packers were content to just run the ball uh, on them repeatedly, uh, they did nothing to adjust. So, yeah, the two touchdown passes to Randall Cobb. As for, for this game, it's it's funny between you know the network and, and our sports media brethren uh, worldwide thinking about about Jordan Love, Dan is, it's like, all right, here's his moment to shine. It's like, well, if he performs, all it proves is he belongs in the NFL because every for eight weeks, all I've heard is how bad the Chiefs' defense is. So if he goes sure. and performs against the Chiefs' defense, what does that prove? That, that he belongs in the club? <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know that, that that really does a whole it's, lot of anything it's, it's like, to convince anybody of anything. It's like when you get the baseball tickets from the gas station. You're like, you pull up to the pump, you're like, hey, I can go to this game. And, and then you realize that your tickets are in the upper deck three rows from the top. It's like, all right, we got you into the ballpark. But to your point, yeah, it's all right. If Jordan Love does have success, doesn't necessarily mean that Jordan Love is the successor to Aaron Rodgers. It just means that he... He is one of many to take advantage of that Chiefs defense. Right. And even if he plays the following week, let's say let's let's suppose for a minute that he does, that Rodgers can't get two negative tests in the twenty four hours ahead of not to mention that he also would miss a lot of practice time. That still has to be stated in all this process. But the the idea that he then play Seattle, well Seattle's past defense has been terrible as you well know. So, again, as much as it's a two-game audition, is it really? You know, not all games are created equal. uh, Yeah, true. I I do think if he performs poorly – that it, it is yes, it will be yes. something to say about about Jordan Love. But even a lot of times we would look back at the Rodgers replacement of Favre on that Thursday night game against the Cowboys years back and how Rodgers performed. I don't know if it'll be the same situation when we look back at Jordan Love's career, but it wasn't like the Packers were ready to move on 
to Aaron Rodgers after that game. It was still going to be Brett Favre's job, just like it would be with with Rodgers here. I just don't think, for as bad as Kansas City is, Mike, I just don't think that Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon, I, I just... I just have some trepidation in playing those guys because I don't know what the floor will actually be. I'm pretty sure I I know what the ceiling will be. Jones may get into the end zone. Adams may get into the end zone, but I don't think it'll be multiple times. I just don't know what the floor is even against a bad Kansas City offense. And so with those guys heading into heading into this week, I'm not saying I would bench Devontae Adams. I don't have him actually on any of my teams to bench him, Mike, and I would obviously play him. I just am a bit apprehensive, and I do have Aaron Jones, and I just wonder on how much he will be be used and have success. I just I think that the threat of Rodgers may be even more exaggerated, considering how he's played this season. But without that there in Kansas City on Sunday, I just am not a not a huge believer in in the stat numbers. And, and in addition, sorry to keep on rambling on. If you're Green Bay and you're facing Kansas City, what do you want to do? You want to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. So you're going to want to try to slow down the game as much anyway. So that's – I think I, your formula is exactly what it was against Arizona. Yeah, yeah, probably. As if you don't have Devontae sure. Adams. You run the ball a bunch and hope to catch him napping and take a couple of shots downfield. I, I expect to see a lot of Jones and Dylan, uh, particularly as receivers out of the backfield. That seems to be one of the things you can do against KC. Uh, 6.3 receptions per game and almost 57 yards per game uh, out of the backfield to running backs as as pass catchers. So I, I think that'll be a big part of it. Because remember, you lost Tunyon too. So not that he'd been the beast last year. Yep. And remember, he was Good touchdown point. dependent. But th- that you don't even have him. Maybe more, some more Mercedes Lewis. And then we always start looking down the depth chart when you suddenly have a replacement quarterback, right? The backup quarterback steps up. So while you get Lazard and you get Devontae Adams back, that maybe you're looking a little deeper, right? If MVS gets cleared, maybe he's run there a little bit. Randall Cobb obviously is, is a guy that you know will be a sit-down receiver for you. But I'd be looking at Amari Rodgers. If you're looking for a price shot, you're in an act of desperation and you really need a high-ceiling guy, knowing that the floor might fall out from under you. I mean, there, there yeah. may be no floor, right? It could be quicksand. But just an idea that he or Equinemius St. Brown are guys that Jordan, that Jordan Love's been working with all year. Very good point. So one yeah. of those guys may pop up on the radar as, as an opportunist here. Just, you know, there's some comfort uh, because they've run so many routes together. Just, just to put a bow on the Rodgers talk, and then we'll get into the top five and the hot plays and the cold sores and whatnot for week nine. But just as an overall situation, and not to make it COVID talk, but but how how do you how do you handle how did you stomach this Rogers situation? How did it hit your ear when it all went down? Well, you know, the, we had the usual like I could have predicted if you gave me quotes from uh, ten talk show hosts slash uh, media personalities in our sports universe, and just said match the quote to the person, I probably could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty easily with it without much thought because predictably people lined up where they were the contrarians for the sake of being contrarians you know on our network and across our, our you know landscape uh we're out in full force what you know just because you weren't smart enough to pick out the, the you know the obfuscation at the time it's like 
all right, he, he was disingenuous and he made it about Aaron Rodgers. And, and I'll leave it at that, you know, but like it hit the ear, you know, as you play it back and it just went into all of the off season stuff, all the other quotes that have been picked out along the way of a guy that likes to play the smarter than and better than kind of card and that he's above the fray. And in this case, you know, he, he didn't stand up and, and actually tell you what was going on. Cause legitimately, right. It's if, if you've got something alternative to, you know, the mainstream that works, I want to hear it. What, what are you proposing? <laughs> yeah. What are you theorizing? Yeah. How right? have we not, not just, heard about this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Just if you, if you've got something there, otherwise <laughs> like the fact that you put it out and I was thinking about uh, it, it was going to be one of the first references. I was going to have the guys pull it for the show last night. Steven Tobolowski has tore the <laughs> holistic healer on Seinfeld where George ends up purple with a yellow tongue yelling, I'm a mutant. You know, it's <laughs> one of those kind of things that, you know, it, it look legitimately, you know, medicine, the human body, we get it. People respond to different things. Here's the, what your players union agreed to and in theory you've been following to the at least the spirit of the law if not the letter what what has been enacted even if you disagree with it that's the way a players union works right likewise 99 percent of the guys you know generally don't get in a lot of trouble off the field and whatever else uh, but the union's there for the one percent same thing here but the protocols were put in place and you could argue ah they prohibitive on the you know the guys that are the outliers and and the unvaccinated but the union agreed to it. It's, you know, it, if you really felt that strongly, you could be the leader of the opposition, right? And, and take your time in front of a microphone and, and all the paid appearances and the Pat McAfee appearances, whatever. Explain your side. Have at it. But in here, it was he got cute with words. And in the end, it comes back and people rain down on him. And they're lucky, I guess, timing wise that it happens in the middle of the season as opposed to week 16 and week 17. And I'd, I'd really love to hear from the locker room. Obviously the media have had their, their comments yeah. on it. And even the you know, local green Bay media, normally that'll, you know, take what spoon fed to them. They were outraged. So, you know, there's, there's a whole, uh, whole other mess that comes with it. In the end, he, you know, leave the wordsmithing to the folks in the media. Well, yeah. And, and I'll say this about the green Bay media who actually, I think is, is really really good it's it's just a different that that market is so different than anywhere else where new york you can't get away with stuff your hometown in chicago they can't they can't get away with, with stuff like that in in that market it is so fan driven i think that the media there actually does a really good job considering i think actually how difficult it is in that in that scenario because everybody that you are writing for is for the Green Bay Packers, like all of the all sure. of the fans and all of the, all of the readers, and so I think that they they do a they do a really good job there. My issue with the whole Rogers thing is is to your point about them getting lucky on when it happened. Not only did it happen in the middle of the season, it happened against an AFC opponent in a game that guess what? Maybe you weren't going to win anyway. I mean it was a, it was a coin flip when mm-hmm. Rodgers was going to be there. So so if you're if you're you know it, it wasn't going to be a game where you expected to win and then dropped, maybe they weren't going to win. My only issue or one my biggest issue, I shouldn't say my only issue is I was very critical of of Kirk Cousins 
and Lamar Jackson in the preseason for not being vaccinated. And when Lamar had to be away from the team, we had heard that they had not been able to put in certain packages for him uh, during his absence. And that was going to uh, somewhat prevent uh, his growth as as a passer and a player for the stuff that they wanted to put in. And that's I, I think that if we you should have the same sort of angst towards Kirk Cousins and Lamar Jackson – towards Aaron Rodgers and I didn't, I didn't see a lot of that I saw a lot of well he lied yeah he, he, well, he lied he, he misled he he did all of that stuff but even with those other guys being honest we still rip them for their decisions Green Bay now has a has a chance where they could maybe lose home field advantage and sure. and, and what team is has home field advantage meant more to and I know they'll point to Tampa Bay last year at Lambeau but listen more people would rather go to Tampa they'd rather go to Arizona they'd rather go to SoFi in LA than have to go to Green Bay in January and that's what Aaron Rodgers jeopardized for the Green Bay Packers so that's that's my issue yeah. and we're ripping on Cousins we're ripping on Lamar Jackson I did not see the same fire from it and, and, and ESPN and Stephen A. Smith and, and Jay Williams had an exchange in talking about Kyrie Irving. I would point to Jackson and I would point to Kirk Cousins as guys who I think got treated very differently than Aaron Rodgers did, and I didn't think yeah, that, that I, was I, fair. I saw the Jay Williams clip and I, and I you know commend him. You know that's the face of the network that you're sitting across from and you're calling out all of these instances. I mean it was a laundry list. He had the receipts yeah. uh, and the Kyrie Irving sure energy did. Yeah. has been so negative. Right, and, and what I've tried to do uh, on the show with Smith, and, and certainly as you and I discuss it in bits and pieces as relates back to the fantasy universe week to week, is is that you know for the leagues themselves, the fact that they got to the level of vaccination status that they did, I, I applaud that. Like mm-hmm. I don't think we focus on that enough as re- rel- related to the general populace that's out here wagging their fingers at them to go play is that you have 95%, 97%. Like you've got, you know, virtually everybody. Here's the problem. If you have quarterbacks in the National Football League, there's no more valuable player in any sport except a hockey goalie in the playoffs maybe. But the, you know, you look at it game oh, to you're game. Right. The, yeah. the, right, the love and hate that is on the quarterback position. And what do we always talk about? Being available. And even going to Rogers' speeches after the Arizona game, talking about being a team and being there for each other and being, you know, responsible and accountable to one another. It's like, well, were you accountable in this? You left the door open. And I, I get it. People will say, well, you can still get it after you're vaccinated. I get it. But the protocols are different, right? Time that you have to be away is a lot shorter. The restrictions on you in and around the building and all that you're supposed to do in terms of media availability and sideline or whatever else, it's all different. And in not being vaccinated and going through as he did, and how many Zabruder film clips and photos did you see over the last 24 hours of him on the sideline, son's mm-hmm. mask and whatever else, like it, you, you just opened the door to – you know, any type of distraction that hits your team. And we know in the NFL, teams have to rise above it. We've got plenty uh, as we get deeper into week nine that have had something, you know, uh, come onto their radar that they have to navigate, be it injury or off-field issues, that it's, you know, those things add up and they keep you from getting to your final destination here. And for the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers kicked that door in with his John Wick outfit on. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? 
Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, get Mike Carvin on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byerod Fox. Moving on from Aaron Rodgers, let's look ahead to guys who actually will play, Mike, in Week 9 of the NFL season. Time for our top five quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. Let's start with that quarterback position. All right, Josh Allen going up against Jacksonville, uh, looking for big things from this Buffalo offense, starting to get it running. You'll see another surprising name make its way into one of my lists here in a moment. Uh, Ninth most fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. So let's face it, every time, just like the Lions, we think Jacksonville is going to show us something, uh, they fall flat (laughs) on their faces. Uh, Two-plus touchdowns here. We're talking 14.5 or 15 is the point spread in this one. On the road, Dan. Uh, Matt Stafford against Tennessee. 
showcase game Sunday night football over under is at 53 and a half. That one's a little curious seeing as one of the principals we talked about Derek Henry not being available, uh, which means, hey, they're expecting uh, a little bit of Ryan Tannehill winging around. And that's all good for me because we get shootouts. That's better for everybody in the fantasy realm. Tennessee seventh most uh, points allowed per game to opposing quarterbacks, nearly two passing touchdowns per game. So opportunity doth knock uh, for Matthew Stafford. Lamar Jackson coming in at number three, a little bit of the counterintuitive uh, as the Vikings are the eighth best against opposing quarterbacks, just 17 fantasy points allowed per game. Yardage is really where uh, they've limited. Why? Because you can run on them a bit. Uh, But you're looking at nearly 1.7 fantasy uh, touchdowns, I should say, 1.7 touchdowns per game. You know, make a lot of notes and try to talk real fast. Uh, Justin Herbert against Philadelphia, six best against the quarterbacks. Uh, But you go down the laundry list of guys that they've played against uh, and the opportunity, uh, like I said, it's it's certainly there. uh, And we'll get into that in, in grander fashion as the podcast continues. And finally... Well, Patrick Mahomes against those Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, he'll turn the ball over at least, well, what do you say, one and a half times, Dan? Uh, but, <laughs> you know, they're going to put up points uh, at home and, and start stretching the field uh, as we roll. It's so funny on the Herbert take, though, as he said, we'll talk a little uh, Eagles Chargers. I just remember teams going up and down the field against the Eagles. So then when I hear Eagles sixth best against wide receivers or something like that, I'm thinking to myself, Wait a second. Didn't the Cowboys run all over them? Didn't the Raiders, you know, just put a bunch of points? I know Tyreek Hill was having a field day in Philadelphia. I, I agree with you. I think that there's there's something to be there with Herbert. And honestly, with Mahomes, I mean, there's still no betting against him. I mean, there's, you know, at some point they're going to have to break out of it. And, and why not? Why not Sunday? Although I keep saying that every week. All right. Let's go to the running backs. <laughs> the top five running backs you got to have in your lineup for week nine. How about a little bit of Austin Eckler jumping off against Philadelphia? They're giving up nearly 27 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs, 163 total yards per game. And you know what? If he wins, uh, he'll sign uh, autographs for folks, you know, and, and, he, and he gets paid as a fantasy prognosticator as well. So uh, we like him atop of the board. Zeke Elliott coming in number two against Denver. Hey, Von Miller's a member of the Rams. I don't know if you, you caught that. In all the other news of the week, that one kind of went, hey, cool. All right, now. Next, because uh, so many other things happened since. 122 uh, total yards per game allowed to opposing running backs. Uh, again, 19.6 fantasy points per game. And so the number's a bit misleading. Remember the early soft schedule, and now you miss one of your big members of your defense, Chubb, already out. So opportunity knocks for the uh, dual-purpose uh, Dallas offense here. Dalvin Cook going against Baltimore, seventh most allowed. Uh, that defense disappointing, right? They rose up and they had that one big game, uh, and then they got absolutely undressed and coming out of the bye week where they wandered the the uh, beaches trying to figure out exactly what the hell was going on. Uh, 136 total yards per game allowed there. Opportunity knocks. Uh, Alvin Kamara going up against Atlanta, eighth most generous. He was almost the quarterback last week, Dan, uh, and when asked uh, about it, said, hey, you'd come in and run some wildcat. He goes, that's disrespectful. I was going to go all Drew Brees. 
I kind of dig that. Uh, <laughs> eighth most fantasy points allowed. The big thing here is they give up uh, do the Falcons 6.1 receptions per game to running backs. And then finally, Aaron Jones, because I'm expecting him to get into the end zone. He's going to split time with okay. A.J. Dillon. So I'm, a, I'm, fear, I'm fearful the ceiling's a little bit lower, but he does crack the top five for me uh, with a little bit of trepidation. I was a little nervous. And if you looked at my notes, Dan, it's a little shaky as if I was still scared of Halloween night. I, I'm a little scared with Kamara's situation and not that he wanted to take over and uh, go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady last week. It's just more of the Taysom Hill factor. And to sure. see Taysom Hill in those red zone situations, I mean, I mean, this this first part of the season with the Saints and Alvin Kamara has really been ideal. I mean, his workload has been off the charts. But another thing, he's also been available in those short yardage situations. Now in a span of two weeks, you've got Taysom Hill back from a concussion and likely playing quarterback on a full-time basis. And you also have Mark Ingram now in that backfield. So Kamara, a guy that I just am, and, and as someone who's invested in, in Kamara in a, in a guillotine league, you know, those big games, you just wonder oh, if, yeah. it's, uh, if it's going to continue. It's my only question. Yeah, I think one night. of the – yeah, looking at that offense, right, and and the question is, where is Taysom Hill more valuable? Obviously, he had two big games against a terrible Falcons defense last year uh, that helped prop up the stats. And even though you go back in the eye test in those games, the stats might look good, the box score might look good. There's some throws that just, you know, had you uh, shaking your head going, how did the ball not get intercepted? How did it not get da- knocked down, uh, et cetera, et cetera? It's like he willed it to his uh, receiver, but I I digress. Um, With Ingram back and and the decided lack of real uh, weapons on the outside, I'm wondering if we don't see uh, Kamara line up as a receiver like we did Aaron Jones. Yeah, very well could. Yeah, and that makes me even more afraid if Taysom Hill's the quarterback, to your point. Well, but that's it. But but the question is, yeah, yeah, do they shot put passes with him? Or do they go back and use him as the Swiss Army knife, which is bad for everybody involved because he shows up in the ninja section later. Uh, But do you let Trevor Simeon be your quarterback and then run your gadgetry and get cute like Sean Payton can? Yeah, that's uh, we'll see. But it's an opportunity against a bad Atlanta D to uh, test theories. All right, let's get to the wide receivers in week nine, the top five at the pass-catching position. Cooper Cup going against Tennessee, their worst against opposing receivers. Almost 17 receptions per game to the wide receiver position and 39 fantasy points per game. Jamar Chase going up against Cleveland. It talked about it uh, and and alluded to it before, Dan, is that you got teams with motivations. Cleveland trying to, you know, know, rally together uh, off of all the Odell Beckham Sr. Zabruder film. There you go. I got Zabruder in twice. Uh, and, and all the questions, the fact that Baker Mayfield had to say, hey, I've talked to his dad before uh, about things, which is really kind of interesting and, well, sad. It's not AYSO, Dan. Uh, but for Cincinnati, you know, they're, they, they got back to being same old Bengals for a week. Uh, after getting everybody impressed yep. and on the bandwagon. So something's got to give in the battle for Ohio, uh, and I think we're going to see some offense coming from the Cincinnati Bengals. That means Jamar Chase, he's shown you all year that he knows how to catch. He does it again. Uh, number three, Tyreek Hill going up against Green Bay. Yes, seventh best against wide receivers, but still missing a couple of key pieces in that secondary, and I think they force-feed him the ball here a ton. Stephon Diggs going up against Jacksonville. Uh, bottom 10 in terms 
terms of playing against wide receivers, ninth most fantasy points allowed. And then, you know, I, I just I was debating this a lot because there's a guy I know you and I both really like for this week. But I'm going to go Debo Samuel in this slot, going up against Arizona, middle of the pack, giving up about 30 fantasy points per game. And Debo, it's just uh, catch and watch him run. It's a thing of beauty. So I think they just sling it out to him a few times and and let him make plays. And he's second in the National Football League in receiving yards behind the guy that's number one on your list, Cooper Cup. All right, those are your top five uh, players at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver position for week nine. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Now we look a little bit below that. Guys that you want to get in your lineup or keep in your lineup and they may not make the top five. Maybe they've got great matchups. Maybe they're on the upswing. Mike, let's start out with your hot plays. There it is, your hot plays for week nine in the NFL. 
Welcome back, Devontae Parker. Big game uh, in last week and another big loss. But he and Tua, let's kind of do a little bit of a combo platter for you here. Uh, Houston, sixth most generous to opposing quarterbacks, 13th most fantasy points per game allowed to wideouts. But Devontae Parker giving up uh, you know, a good eight, nine targets per game. And, and he's got a, a running mate that will help make things a little bit easier. So I'm liking him here. Marquise Brown going up against Minnesota, uh, sixth most generous generous and looking for Lamar Jackson coming out of the bye week that the passing game clicking a little more another week of work with Rashad Bateman hang a star on him he's a guy that I think is undervalued on the fantasy landscape this week uh, Josh Jacobs going up against the Giants 11th most generous and and how do you calm a, a bunch of things and get back to business coming out of a bye week uh, that included the unfortunate Henry Ruggs situation run the football get in there play efficiently and get out with a win and move forward. Uh, Zach Moss going up against the Jaguars. Uh, look, he, he still splits time with Devin Singletary, but I'll take the red zone look that I expect to get here. And we already mentioned him, Jordan Love. Let's get him in Kansas city. Ninth Ooh. most generous 290 yards per game allowed 1.6 touchdowns. I think even if they're not calling for him to go to go for the downs, like I said, you got a couple of those secondary receivers that that might have some some big play. I don't know that you'll have the uh, intestinal fortitude to play them or Jordan Love. But last week I gave you Mike White. Damn it, I'm doubling down, Dan Meyer. <laughs> I I was going to argue, but you made the Mike White point, so I will not do that. Those are your hot plays <laughs> for Week <laughs> Nine. Let's get to the other side of the coin. They are your cold sores. Yep, the cold sores you don't want to see, touch, have anything to do with in week nine. Part of me wants no part of the uh, continued equitable split of the Denver running backs. Both rank as bottom end uh, RB2s this week. Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, Dallas, the eighth best against fantasy running backs this year. Look, based on workload, both those guys will end up in your lineup. Just hold your nose and hope uh, that they can find any semblance of consistency on the ground game and that they're not stalked by Micah Parsons, as he's so apt to do sideline to sideline. Uh, Big Ben going up against Chicago. They give up about 19 fantasy points per game, and but they, they're starting to get healthy. And that I think this one is a slugfest on Monday night football. It'll be cold. It'll be miserable. And I don't think there's a lot of points. The over-under set at 40 for that one, Dan. Uh, Matt Ryan going up against New Orleans. Case of the Mondays. Uh, actually... Yeah, exactly. And no no Manning cast to make fun of either team. So <laughs> I'll have to be on air nationally on Fox Sports Radio to do it for them. Uh, Matt Ryan against New Orleans, fifth best against quarterbacks, a higher interception rate than touchdowns allowed rate at this point. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins going against San Francisco. We've talked about it throughout the year. Just two games over 70 yards. Touchdown dependent. Might find pay dirt again, but again, until that play happens, you're not expecting – uh, dominance, especially against this defense. And finally, Chuba Hubbard against New England. 21 fantasy points per game allowed. They're in the middle of the pack, uh, but we're seeing that team starting to uh, cinch up a little bit and getting better. And I think this is a big spot for him this week. Yeah, and Hopkins also has that hamstring strain. We expect Kyler Murray to play uh, against yeah. San Francisco, but uh, you know, Hopkins is not a sure thing, so it is something that you may want to watch just up to, to game time, even though it is going to be a, an afternoon kickoff. Those are the cold source for week nine that leaves one category that we have yet to hit they are your fantasy ninja the ninjas for week nine in the nfl 
Already referenced Taysom Hill, so we stipulate to that. Tyrod Taylor, I'm sorry, Tyrod Taylor. Let me make sure I get the name right. Uh, back against my Miami opportunity here. He and Brandon Cooks, third most generous to opposing quarterbacks, so why not uh, if you're in a, a spot where you're just wishing, wanting, hoping. Not that he's going to wing it all over the place, but maybe a little bit of operational efficiency against a bad, underperforming squad. Uh, Jeremy McNichols. This becomes the back-end RB2 play. Why against the Rams, they they give up 6.1 receptions per game to opposing running backs, and that's where he's going to feature. Curious to see how Adrian Peterson is brought into the mix. That one still is... um, I was waiting for Frank Gore to get the call. I'm not going to kid you. Uh, A.J. Dillon against Kansas City. Uh, Again, going back to the blueprint uh, that we were talking about, maybe uh, taken from what they did against Arizona and just doing the one-two hammer. Uh, Hunter Renfro against the Giants. You're getting your five to nine targets a week. That, that's the nice range that he's at. A couple of touchdowns, five games with at least 55 receiving yards. Is the ceiling massive? No, but opportunity knocks a little bit. Donovan Peoples-Jones, I'll say it for you, Dan, uh, just because we've been waiting on him and this Odell Beckham Jr. situation may afford him more snaps. Jordan Howard, why? Because he's in there to screw things up. Uh, as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles backfield right now. Uh, the Chargers' fifth worst against opposing running backs. One thing you can do, run on them. Uh, so opportunity there, two touchdowns in his return to the field. And, of course, we still lament Miles Sanders being on the IR. There it is, your Ninjas four-week nine to go along with your hot plays and cold sores. If you have any lineup questions for Mike Harmon prior to kickoff of those week nine games, get them on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Time for my segment where I don't go in deep. I just kind of, I don't know, scrape off the top to give you a reason to play a guy. It's a segment we call Three, Two, One. Give me one reason. It's where I give you one reason to start and one reason to bench a guy. And I'm giving you one reason to start Jalen Waddell of the Miami Dolphins wide receiver. That reason is Tua only throws to two guys. It was evident last week against Buffalo. Devontae (laughs) Parker, one of Mike's hot plays, is one of them. Jalen Waddell is the other. And the games for the Dolphins have been competitive. Jalen Waddell's been a reason for that. So I like Jalen Waddell as a great play against the Texans this week. And I'll give you one reason to sit Khalil Herbert of the Chicago Bears. It's kind of what Mike talked about with Monday night, and I joked about the case of the Mondays. Low-scoring game, but realistically, I think Pittsburgh's defense is playing better. And right now, I just would not want to go up against that Steelers defense who shut down the Cleveland Browns and Nick Chubb in that running game a week ago. I know you're saying what's so difficult about shutting down the Cleveland Browns. I think that Pittsburgh's defense will get better as the season goes on. So start Waddle, bench Herbert in Week 9. Also, the reminder that Herbert's time as the starter – about ready to come to a close as uh, David Montgomery is in protocol and, and ready to come back off the IR. So there's, there would be another reason. And, and, and if he comes back on, on Monday, uh, even better. But, uh, yeah, long-term play, definitely not. And I say short-term, definitely not as well. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up, Mike. Our three-point conversions for Week 9. I'm just going to piggyback off of yours because you had Stephon Diggs in your top five as a wide receiver. And I like a big day for Stephon Diggs as well. For a guy who only has just one 100-yard game so far this season, I think that Stephon Diggs' production has kind of gone under the radar so far this season, Mike. 
like. He got in the end zone last week against the Miami Dolphins, got in the end zone the week before against the Titans. But you haven't seen that monster, monster game from Stephon Diggs. I think it could come this week against Jacksonville. I also think you could get another monster game from Mike Williams. I know people are scared and want to give up on the Chargers wide receiver. I like his play this week against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. That's a 4.05 Eastern time start, by the way. And I usually give you a points of Palooza, but I'm going to give you a points of Pasnooza. Yes, don't expect a lot from anybody in the Falcons-Saints game. We talked about Alvin Kamara and my concerns. I don't know how much I love anybody on the Falcons, and that includes Kyle Pitts and Cordero Patterson going up against that Saints defense. I'm going to call it a points of Pasnooza with the Falcons and Saints. I dig that. All right, number one, fear the fish. You've got Waddle, I've got Parker, and obviously Tua uh, is the guy for the rest of the the season. No more trade deadline talk, uh, mind-numbing trade deadline talk, uh, and speculation about settlements as related to Deshaun Watson. So it's his job. Uh, bigger stars mean bigger points and go against what your your numbers are. Because remember, we're, we're still only eight weeks into a season, so one or two big performances can skew the average and and drag it down a little bit. You got to go a little deeper inside the numbers. That's why I'm looking for Dallas and why Dak Prescott, even if all signs point to well, I don't know. At this point, they've been really stingy against quarterback. No, no, no. Don't buy it. And remember, Von Miller is celebrating going from what um, four and four to seven and one yes. is how he termed it. <laughs> you know, I woke up seven and one, uh, hunting for wins. Uh, and this is where the Hunter Renfro uh, play, looking for him to to play a big role to stabilize. Uh, that Las Vegas offense here this week. And I wanted to just give you a quick note on the stat because we were talking about the Chargers, right? Going up against Philadelphia and on the road. And, and again, it's another spot where it's like, wow, there's there's six best against, you know, the wide receivers. And, and how does this all happen? Here's your, your running uh, list of quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, week one. Ryan scored seven points. Jimmy Garoppolo, week two. Shade under 20. Dak Prescott, shade on over 20. Like, literally, I'm talking waffer thin. <laughs> 20.1 points week three. Mahomes with the 32-point performance. Okay, 278 and five. That one stands out. That's the outlier. Week five, Sam Darnold, nine points per game. Tom Brady, 18 points. Derek Carr, 20 points. Jared Goff, 8.88. Uh, in Chinese numerology, 888 is actually a lucky number. So hopefully something good happens for Jared Goff. The point being that if you go through and take the seasons of each of those quarterbacks, who's really been good consistently out of that list? I mean, Dak Prescott was hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brady was 297-2 and two in that game uh, against the Eagles. Solid, but not overwhelming. Derek Carr, 323 and two. Okay, that's good. I mean, and that's a great NFL game. That's not a monster fantasy game, right? Dak was 238 and three. So to get to his 20 points, because he also had a uh, lost fumble in there. But the point being that you got you got to go look a little deeper. You know, we're looking for consistency and looking for opportunities. So where you did find explosive offenses, you can find points against this squad. So Justin Herbert coming off a bye week and after having been embarrassed that week before, remember what Baltimore did to them? 
yeah, they come back and I think they move the ball and Mike Williams elevates us to fantasy glory. Well, it is my uh, will never be a Super Bowl matchup. Chargers and Eagles, that will never be a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what you have in Philadelphia. And, and, and I'll just wrap the whole thing up with this. There are some uh, cross-conference games that we saw this week, including one on Sunday night that I think people forget actually was a Super Bowl when the Titans and Rams played in Super Bowl 34 in Atlanta. And one of the better Super Bowls that it was, you'll get that rematch on Sunday night football. Ball. All right. We do we even know what what defense Ryan Bershinger is going to stream, or will we find Ooh. out coming up? Uh, we will find out on the next episode. That will whet your appetite. You won't want to miss it. It launches Tuesday. We'll find out what defense burned our executive producer Ryan Bershinger coming up on Tuesday. In the meantime, enjoy the football in Week Nine. We hope that you continue to have great success in your fantasy season, and always appreciate you listening. For Mike Harmon, get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome, and for me, Dan Byer, find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.